Welcome back to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Hey, my name is John Workman, and I am the host of the Stuff Electricians Should Know podcast. And uh, sorry about the crappy quality on the on the previous episode. I don't know. I don't remember what happened there. Anyways, uh, quick plug for the Rules for Electricians trilogy. Uh, I know in the last episode, it'll be out in a month or so. We're still working on it. We're getting close. Uh, hang tight. It'll be available on Amazon in the trilogy form. If you want to get book one, volume one, for the first hundred Rules for Electricians, uh, just go over to Amazon and look for Rules for Electricians by Electricians Library. And also another just quick little teaser. We've got another trilogy that's in the works called Habits for Electricians as well. So it's another three-volume set that's going to be habits about health, wealth, and relationships uh, to help electricians become better and the best at what you do. So anyways, with that, today's episode, I want to go back into the archives and read to you a little part of an, uh, part of an article that I wrote in a newsletter um, called The Apprentice Guide. This comes from issue 10 of The Apprentice Guide in the Know the Code section. And I titled this one, Girls Do It Better. Uh, And you'll find out here in just a second. (coughs) Excuse me. You'll find out here in just a second why why I titled it that. So uh, here we go. I was talking to a rep for a lug manufacturer the other day, and he told me something that was just a little shocking. But after thinking about it, I can see how it can be true. He told me that when they've done tests on lugs that have been tightened without a torque driver, more often than not, women come closer to having the correct torque than men do. In fact, the men's are quite loose in a lot of cases. This is because the men think they're stronger than they really are, and the women put everything they've got into it. I thought that to be quite interesting, and I'll cover torque more in a minute. But I wanted to pass this on pass on some knowledge about other things you should know when terminating, especially when you're terminating paralleled conductors. One of the very first things that you need to pay attention to when you are terminating paralleled conductors is whether or not the lug in which you're terminating is rated to have more than one conductor in it. Article 110.3b of the NEC tells us that you need to install and or use listed or labeled equipment according to the instructions that are provided with the listing or the labeling. If you decide you know better than the manufacturer and just start doing as you please, who knows what could happen? I mean, seriously, we all get to the point at some, at some time or another where you might feel like some of the recommendations or standards are stupid or overkill or simply just good recommendations. But did you spend a bunch of time or money testing out the equipment to see what it can handle and what it can't? I know I didn't. So I've learned that it's better to just go with what the manufacturers have said to do and save yourself a lot of headache. So here are a couple of the areas to watch out for when you're terminating. Torque. Take a look at the 2017 NEC article 110.14 D as in David. This is a new addition to the code. In 2017, it basically indicates that if the manufacturer puts a numerical torque rating on their piece of equipment, then you need to get a calibrated torque tool to make the installation unless they provide instructions to install it differently. 
Temperature, not all terminals or conductors are created equally. If you hop back to 110.14C, you will learn that your lugs and wire need to be coordinated so they don't exceed the lowest temperature marking or any termination conductor or device. So make sure that temp ratings are matching up on each end as well. And then damage. A journeyman that I worked for once told me, tight, not broke, but not broken. That was the motto he lived by. Take a look at NEC 110.14A. You need to ensure a good connection without damaging the conductors. So uh, back to the original, the original uh, part of this article is torque. So if the manufacturer recommends a specific numerical amount of torque that needs to be on that lug, then get that calibrated tool and make sure that you're, you're torquing to their specifications. Um, that way, if there's any damage that occurs, you can go back and you can put the blame on them. Um, like I say, uh, the manufacturer, lug manufacturer rep told me that the girls do it better most of the time because they're, they're putting everything they got into it and they're getting a lot closer on those torque specs. So anyways, wanted to pass that along to you. Uh, going back into the archives of the apprentice, uh, the apprentice guide, thinking about bringing that one back as well. Um, if you are interested in learning more about the rules for electricians, like I say, head over to Amazon and just type in rules for electricians. Um, the trilogy will be coming out soon and, uh, I can't wait to get that in your hands. So anyways, thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in on this episode and until next time, stay grounded.